A very warm welcome. Today is Tuesday the 18th. So we're going to have a look at Monday and Tuesday's news. Monday being the financial news and Tuesday the Irish government on Antrina Station. So we're very warm welcome. So we're going to have a quick look at what is going on. There's been a lot of story about this book that has been written, Ireland Post EU, um, Ray Bassett, and a very interesting character. And he really talks about how we're in a very bad situation. And of course, the media, the Irish government isn't playing it. In fact, the Irish media wants to talk about how badly the UK is doing or the United States and really kind of, you know, trying to shine light on other countries and not really look at what's going on here in Ireland. So we'll have a quick look at that. So Ireland will be made to pay, be forced to pay more than double into the EU as the EU panics without the UK money. Over the next seven years, following the departure of the UK, 1.5 billion um, from 21 to 27, they will be having to pay. Um, from 2018 to 2020, Ireland stumped up an average of 600 million. Ireland is now heading for a devastating recession. Um, and it'll make the other recession back in early 2000 look like a walk in the park. We're heading for a massive recession. Um, this Ray Bassett goes on to explain, and he's been talking about it quite a lot. He was a ambassador for Ireland for a few different countries, um, Barbados, Jamaica, um, and Canada. So he's written this book, and he's talking about how dangerous um, what a bad recession we're about to hit. The economic has shrunk by 21% in April after business was forced to close. The huge shortfall will have to be made by an increasing borrowing, which will lead to a massive recession. The extra death is coming back to haunt us. Ireland is currently one of the most heavily indebted nations in the world with an outstanding borrowing reaching 110 billion. Ireland last year exported roughly 152 billion of its goods but exports are set to be badly affected. UK still one of Ireland's biggest trading partners um, and that was put into jeopardy with the relationship with Leo and the whole Brexit situation because Leo really opposed and really put a thorn in the British side with Brexit. So a meeting with Micheál Martin looks like new hope um, for the relationship with Ireland and Britain. Um, although the British don't know Micheál Martin is exactly like Leo. He's a real Europhi EU pro pro lapdog. Um, so but they don't know that. I suppose it's a new new relationship because Leo had caused so much havoc with the Brexit. Um, so Michael Martin looks for, he's looking for what he calls a landing zone. And this is like a Bertieism. What does that mean? A landing zone. So that's what Michael Martin is trying to, but at least I suppose he's not, what, what the British felt with Leo was attacking them for what they wanted was their freedom and they didn't feel that Ireland or Leo had any right to stopping them getting their freedom and leaving the EU. 
um, and they felt that Ireland was, you know, trying to create holes in that by forcing them into staying. So they did feel very frustrated with Leo um, and despised him. I think there's been meetings where he was invited, well, he invited Theresa May over to the doll um, and she just refused to show up because she was very frustrated and the British government in general were very frustrated with the Irish government on the dealing with Brexit but particularly with Leo Um, and it's amazing because the British couldn't stand him and I guess people were saying that you know Boris Johnson would do so badly in the upcoming the elections and Leo would do so well and it actually worked out so the opposite Leo only got called in in the fifth count and he got the lowest points ever recorded history of a Taoiseach in Ireland um, and Boris Johnson wiped the floor of Labour unbelievable just took huge points there so it was quite different so anyway Micheál Martin does seem to be treating the English a little bit more carefully than Leo and he's calling it a landing zone whatever he means by that um and this is about the Irish government so because we're doing Monday and Tuesday together so Ireland is getting ripped off finally um experts in the government have started to call out um the EU and our relationship which hasn't happened before um for a long time um maybe the last recession you maybe seen some people talk about it but really the Irish have been so pre-EU it's been unbelievable so they're now beginning to kind of get a little bit realistic and I suppose the reality is that the British are leaving at the end well have left and now they're just kind of finding finding off everything so I suppose they are beginning to panic um, and having to backtrack because they have no other choice and unfortunately, the media has been so, oh, England's going to do so badly. And you still hear a lot of the Irish thinking, oh, the English economy is doing really badly. They made a mistake. They're going to change their mind. And this is the way the, the media is going. But the government is beginning to start talking sense and beginning to release uh, the papers that I knew that had to come out at some stage and are beginning to come out. So experts are now saying Ireland is getting ripped off. Surprise, surprise. Um, by the EU, particularly on the fishing deal. Ireland keeps getting an even smaller percentage um, than even the UK does. And it must quit the EU. This is what experts are saying now. Before find itself on the margins of a continent, a former top diplomat has spoken out, Ray Bassett. A stark warning, Ireland's EU post-Brexit leave now as a better realising with the UK Ireland got a very poor deal and will get a very poor treatment um, because really the reality was the last time even when the Irish were trying to vote out of the EU with the Lisbon Treaty it was the British who was standing up the Irish um, government in there just sat down and was very sheepish and weren't able to speak out so it has nobody really with a backbone in the EU they're all EU lapdogs um, so there are experts beginning to speak out which is you know a good sign um, and they're beginning to admit Ireland got a very bad treatment from the EU and the years um, all the way going back to the EEC so in 1973 when the Irish joined it um, it's been getting steadily worse I mean the Irish joined really 
on a backing to do trade with the United Kingdom. Now that the United Kingdom have left, it seems a bit odd that Ireland should stay in. I mean, there is only four million of us, so we are a very minor player um, in the EU and we're the only English speaking country left. So I can't see English even staying as a main language in the EU. It will become French or German because their population is obviously much higher. Um, so he goes on to talk about, you know, even in the 1973 when they joined it, was a destruction of Irish fishing, fishing industry. So yeah, so it's quite interesting um, look. So there is some experts coming out, which it's taken a long time for them to actually come to terms with and actually start speaking out. Um, so UK and the US are forging together for an Anglophone alliance. Um, worth an eye-watering 20 trillion. An expert has claimed more financial firepower than the EU. Well, no shock there. 20 trillion. That's serious money. Um, Now, Donald Trump has always said that as soon as the British has left the EU, that there was going to be amazing trade deals that will happen. And he's already said that. Um, And he's always said that that's what's going to happen and that's very much what they're talking about 20 trillion where the irish government and the irish people the irish media believe you know oh the recession in the uk is so bad when they're talking about things like this now obviously things have dropped but their houses actually are forging ahead and selling very well in the uk Irish media is still on the same tune oh look at the uk they're doing so badly when they've got a fantastic future ahead and with this Anglophone alliance, it looks like Canada may join in with it as well. So 20 trillion, that's serious money. Um, and even the Irish government, there's people now in the Irish government beginning to say we need to start looking at moving into leaving the EU and joining something with the British and the, um, the Americans. And that is our only survival or take up that deal of selling the land in Dundalk or Drogheda to the Hong Kong developer. Um, I, I don't see a way of the Irish surviving in the EU now that the British have gone and we're going to be paying huge money because the EU needs the money from when the British have left. So I, I actually don't see a way of us surviving in it. But at least the government are beginning, there's people in the government, experts in the government, speaking out. And that's on. that's been unusual. Um, for the last few years, there's been nobody really in the Irish government. But the media is still playing ahead with its rubbish, um, even though... Yeah, so thank you very much for listening on The Bonnery Show and on Trina Channel. And we'll talk to the wonderful... Elvis tomorrow about Islam and we'll be finding out what's happening and what's going on in stage three or is there a stage three um, and what is there something else to learn about Islam coming into the West um, with huge money and with the Irish government and the Irish country being so out of money maybe that's something that they will do and that will be a devastation for Ireland, as Elvis will explain, in his country, Iran wasn't Islamic.
and after it became Islamic, particularly for women and children, became hell on earth to live in. Again, thank you very much for listening on The Bonnery Show. Share, share, share. Thank you very much. Okay.